Hey guys, welcome to the All Jacked Up podcast. I am your host, Dana Jenkins, and I am all jacked up in all kinds of good ways. Everything we talk about on this podcast is going to come from a place of us being all jacked up about Jesus. But more importantly, everyone on this podcast, whether it's me, your host, or someone we're interviewing, we're all jacked up and need Jesus. So if you're all jacked up, you're in the right place. I know I've said it before. I love that intro song. I just get to moving and dancing and bouncing around. Hey, what's up, all you jacked up people? Man, hope you guys are doing well. I, I'm still in the middle of camp season, um, but I, I'm at the end. I've got one more camp to do. I'm really excited to do it. I actually uh, leave this week. I leave tomorrow. Um, to do this camp. So one of the the good things, I love camp. I love seeing God work. One of the bad things is I have a tendency to lose my voice. So today's podcast, we're going to talk about some really good stuff, but it's going to be a little bit shorter because I'm struggling with uh, losing my voice a little bit. So if I crack or, you know, kind of change pitches a little bit in the middle of this podcast. Um, it's just because my, my voice, I'm, I'm channeling my inner Stevie Nicks. Um, and if you don't know who that is, oh man, you weren't raised right. Um, I feel bad for you. But anyway, um, this is what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we are going to talk about, well, here's the question. How many Ishmael's do you have? <laughs> Okay, I think I just like saying Ishmael. I don't know. I, there's something There's something pretty fun about saying that. There's something pretty, yeah, I don't know. I like it though. But So that's the question. That's kind of where we're going today. So, And, and this is where the question is coming from. I'm, I'm in the middle, almost done. I've got like two more chapters. But um, I'm, I'm just about done reading a book called Water Into Wine by Kelly Minter. And really, hey, let's just start off by saying this. The more stuff I read from her, it's like I think we're the same person in different bodies. So have you ever had an author that you just, like you just, you get it. Like they get you, you get them. Um, reading her stuff, like most of the time I'm like, dang, that's exactly how I think. Uh, but it's it's good. She's really, really good. My Small group at church, we recently did a, a Bible study of hers on the book of Ruth, and it was amazing. So it was, I mean, Ruth is really short, only four chapters, but man, we I think we spent like six weeks, it was either six or seven weeks, I'll have to go back and look, but it was really good, um, and I learned so much from that Bible study, it was, it was just awesome. So if you're looking for a really good Bible study, man, go get it. But right now, I'm kind of on a Kelly mentor um, jam, so everything I, I read, I'm picking up some of her stuff. So go get the book, go get the Bible study. You won't regret it, and you're welcome. So there's that. Um, so in this book, Water Into Wine, uh, it, it's really about Jesus's first miracle when he turned water into wine at the wedding in Cana. And really, the, the author Kelly, she talks about the servants and how they got to be a part of the miracle 
just by being obedient. Um, and, and I love that. But there was one chapter in this book that stood out more than all the others. And it was kind of like one of those chapters that you read and you go, oh my gosh, holy smoke, this is talking to me. But in her book, in chapter five, it, it it's a chapter about waiting. And, you know, I know that we've talked about waiting. I know that we've, you know, we, we've covered that on this podcast. Um, I've actually confessed that I am terrible at waiting, but the the author made me think about it in a in a little bit of a different way. Um, so we're that's that's where we're going. We're going to jump into it. Um, in Genesis chapters fifteen and sixteen, we see the story of Abraham and Sarah, and and, and it, there's there's a much bigger story. But part of what we're going to talk about today is is really God's promise. Um, to Abraham. So in Genesis chapters 15 and 16, we really see God, he's making a promise to Abraham that he will have offspring that will be as numerous as the stars in the sky. And this sounds great. Abraham, he's like, he's all in. He's like, yes, like this is, this is amazing. This is awesome. So Abraham wants an heir, but the problem is that he and his wife, Sarah, are really getting up in age, and they have zero kids. So when God is making a promise to them that, hey, your offspring will will be as numerous as the stars in the sky, um, Abraham, he's like, wow, that sounds amazing. I really want to believe it. I want to be there, um, but how? You know, like we're, we're getting up in age. How in the world is this going to happen? So in chapter 16, we in Genesis again. Uh, we see Sarah and Abraham. They both kind of take matters into their own hands, and you know, reading it, I think they want to believe this promise so badly that they're willing to do whatever it takes, you know, to make it come true. Well, I'll say almost whatever it takes because you know they don't wait. But um, this is actually where I can totally identify with Abraham and Sarah. So let's go back. Like God has made them a promise. They believe it. They want to believe it. They want to claim it. Um, but so, so just to make sure it happens, they give God some help. <laughs> and, and this is laughable because, right, like, honestly, does God need help? No. We've talked about this before. God doesn't need us. He wants us. And how cool is that? So, um, and really... All they needed to do was was just wait and be obedient and and just you know live in that that you know confidence of hey God's going to be faithful to me He's always been faithful to me Why wouldn't He be faithful to me right now um, and, and really it's just like me They couldn't do it So you know reading the story I find myself doing this all the time You know like I know I'm supposed to be waiting on something. And I feel very confident that God will provide, but I also get to thinking that maybe I'll just lend him a hand, right? Like, what if, what if he provides, but it's not in the exact way that I want it? Like, hey, I can help. Like, what if God provides, but it's not the time frame that I want? Hey, I can help. Like, what if God chooses to provide for me in some way that, that I'm not familiar with and it's going to take me out of my comfort zone? Well, I can help. Like, yeah, I, I definitely see myself jumping in to help just like Sarah and, and Abraham did. And really, like, 
here lies the problem with that. When Sarah and Abraham tried to, I'll, I'll use you know my air quotes, quote unquote, help God, they actually took matters into their own hands. And this is when Ishmael was born. So remember, Sarah, she's getting up in age. She didn't think that she would ever have kids. So she told Abraham, hey, look, why, why don't you go sleep with my maidservant, Hagar, so that God's promise will come true. And this is them just really just trying to hang on to this promise and really wanting it to come true so incredibly badly. So Ishmael is the offspring of Abraham and Hagar. And again, Hagar is the maidservant um, for Sarah. But here's the thing. When God made that promise to Abraham, he was not saying, this is what I need you to do. That's not what he was telling Abraham. God was telling Abraham what he, as God, as his maker, was going to do without any help from Abraham. So, really, you know, I read that story and I think to myself, how many times do we interject ourselves into something that only God can do, right? For me, holy smoke, it's more times than I can count. Like it is, I find myself doing that all the time. Um, and, and, you know, let's go back to, to Sarah and Abraham. Because both of them, both Sarah and Abraham, because they tried to control the situation, they produced Ishmael, who was not going to be their heir. And, you know, from their efforts to control the situation, they actually made things worse. Um, in, in, in reading this book, one of my favorite sentences is, um, and again, we're in the chapter that's talking about waiting, but uh, one of my favorite sentences is when the author, Kelly Mentor, says, I have created Ishmael's who are still running around, causing me great heartache and strife, simply because I have been anxious and couldn't wait and wasn't sure if God would really come through as he promised. Can I just be honest right now? Like, I feel that sentence to my core. Like, in my, like, oh my gosh. Like, if there's ever a time where you read a sentence and you can feel it, holy smoke, I feel that sentence. Like, deep in my bones. So, honestly, here's my question to you. Are you resting in God's promise that he will be faithful to you or... Are you creating Ishmael's because you aren't sure if God will really show up? Like, holy smoke. I want, man, I want so badly. I want to rest in God's faithfulness because there is no rest when I work in my own strength to get what only God can give. And and and, and again, like, I'm not going to lie, just being completely honest, it's a battle. It is a straight up battle battle for me is I'm sure it's probably a battle for a lot of you guys out there. Like I look at myself, I'm a doer. I love getting stuff done. Like I give me a task and you know that my favorite part about the task is actually putting that check mark beside it, right? Like I'm a doer. Let's get some stuff done. Let's put some check marks down. Like, and honestly, like when I, you know, me being a doer, when I get stuff done and it, I feel good about it, I feel accomplished. And, and yeah, there's even a little bit of an ego boost. Like, man, look at all the stuff that I've done. Look at all the stuff that I've knocked out. But 
Here's the thing. Am I yielding to when, where, and how God wants all of those tasks accomplished? Like, dude, mm, that's my bugaboo. That's my bugaboo. Yeah. So I've had some Ishmaels of my own running around. And although the Ishmaels come in my timing, it never has the blessing of of what only an Isaac can have, right? Because Isaac happened in God's timing, not in not in our timing. So here's the thing. Are are you in the process right now of creating an Ishmael? Like here, here here's my advice. Take it from someone that has too many Ishmaels running around. Like wait. Wait on the faithfulness of God. His timing is always on time and God is good all the time. So, man, and, and hey, in the meantime, like, go get you, go go get Kelly Mentor, just whatever's on the shelf. Just get it. It's good. It's good stuff. The books, the studies. Um, like I said, you won't regret it. It's good. You'll get something out of it. So, I am going to take my, my voice that wants to disappear. I'm going to take that and uh, take the rest of the evening before I start camp mode again. Uh, but I'm really excited. I can't wait to share with you guys what God does um, just in and through this next camp. But I hope this helps somebody this week. Um, man, and, and I just pray that you guys will have a great rest of the week. And I hope that you spend the rest of the week all jacked up. Mm-hmm.